whistle blows and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars. Put it on the board. Vegas gets a win. Game one against the Habs. 4-1's the final score. Lots to dissect. Get ready for the Islanders and the Lightning. Game two tonight. Vegas Hockey Outline. We will have good fun today. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Steve Carp is our guest from Vegas. So, Friday night. Let's get the word out here. Come on out, Sunset Station. Steve Carp's going to be there. Andy Isco. A lot of, our, a lot of good friends. It's a great room, great prize giveaways. What did your memory's good? It was Reeves, right? They have a they have a special drawing for people that sign up for the STN mobile app. And if say eight to ten people sign up for the app, you're in a drawing with only a handful of people to get a Ryan Reeves autographed jersey, I believe it was. That's correct. And then Ryan we, we do Golden Knights caps and they have the cutting boards. We get great prizes. But it's about the game, the drink specials, so Play hooky, play hooky for hockey. I like it. You got to leave in the afternoon. Get five o'clock game. Traffic at five o'clock can be a little squirrely, so you want to get out there about three thirty. Doors open at four, but it's going to be great fun. So think about this: you win the Revo jersey. And oh, then, and they have air conditioning, and then you can go around your neighborhood and enforce the watering laws. There you go. All right, a lot of other stuff going on. Today's a Tuesday. John Smith subs buy one sub get one free. Tomorrow game day use the hat trick special. Or Vegas Hockey Hotline, you get 20% off a sub, fries, and a drink. Adam S. Kuttner, we're on there on the power play. You can win tickets to a future Golden Knights game. And you... Probably a good idea to go buy Terribles tomorrow. It's a game day. Get some gas, soda, cup of coffee, whatever. But spin the wheel because there will be a winner for a $1,000 VGK game day giveaway prize pack, which is... Autograph cool. puck included, right? Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff in there. All right, Mr. Carp is here. It's good to see you, sir. And good to be here. All right, listen. Canadians come out of the gate, played very well early. Flurry played very well the entire game. The story of the game, to me, Vegas was incredible with their work in the neutral zone. Montreal could not move. An inch until they pulled the goalie with 4.30 to go, then they kind of tilted the ice. But the one thing with Montreal, and the, the only thing I would say, Vegas in good shape, game one, you get the win, you protect home ice, the whole nine yards. Just like I wouldn't go bananas. I mean, what I'm seeing, it's Vegas. I said Vegas in five, and I, I don't want to take anything away from the Canadians. Price is spectacular. Mm. But it was one game. And the one thing is, I said this to Stevie. I'm watching that go in the third period. And I didn't have the same feeling, but it was the same deal. Game five, Vegas and Colorado. Price kept Montreal in it. Fleury kept Vegas in it. If Montreal could get one, this is still a game. But if Montreal gets the first goal... This is a team that's been really good when they play with the lead. So Absolutely. the first goal is always critical. But yeah. Vegas wins, I'd say, comfortably last night. But Montreal's mission is still just to get a split out of here. And Yeah. Right? 
a few thoughts. First, you're spot on about Carey Price. Kept him in it. Much the way Fleury did in Game 5 in Denver. And allowed them to come back. Unfortunately, the Canadians took these penalties in the second period that the Sharps said after the game. And it kind of messed with kind of the rhythm and everything. And that always happens. Because when you take a penalty, it forces you as a coach to shift your lines around, and and you're all out of kilter. It takes you a couple of shifts to kind of get it back to where it was. And Vegas, of course, scored a couple times in the second period, even though Montreal got their power play goal from uh, Caulfield, which was real nice, by the way. His folks were in the stands last night. First time they were able to watch him play. They live up in Wisconsin. Obviously, they couldn't travel to Canada to see him play Toronto or Winnipeg. He's good. Kid's going to be good. He's going to be very good. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't get phased by anything. And and that's the other thing I want to point out. The Canadians, you you like to call the gong show. It was beyond the gong show last night in that place. It was insane how loud it was, how crazy it was, the energy in the building. The Canadians are a veteran team. Oh, I thought guys, I, guys like Gallagher and Stahl. But, he, and, but and even Weber the, but even the kids not rattled by that. They, no, they fed off it. But I would say even the kids. We had talked about this, Stevie. Said in a weird way, you know, when you sit there and go, "Oh my God, you come in and, and Vegas gets a push from the crowd." I would think in a unique situation like this, Montreal, these guys would be going. This is the coolest damn thing. They haven't played in front of it. They played in front of 4,000 fans. To Foley and Edmondson, they said that after the game. They said it was awesome. It was great. They're playing hockey in front of fans. It felt normal to them. Now, unfortunately for the Canadians, they're not going to get the reciprocation when they go to the Bell Center for Friday's Game 3 because as far as we know, the province is not going to allow them to expand beyond the 2,500 they allowed him for the Winnipeg series. That's a huge disadvantage. As you know, Brian, you've been there many times, as have I. That is one of the great crowds in hockey. And it's the biggest building I, in the league. I, listen. That makes a I, difference for them. Oh, well, let's not go down this damn rabbit hole. But this whole thing, and we know what we've been going through. All right. You got 18,000 screaming people at this arena. And the coaches are wearing masks. So the media covered the game. I had to wear a mask last okay. night. Uh, well, okay. Next to Ken. Okay. I, I'm, I can be okay with that, I guess. Why? Uh, different media. I don't know. But different We're media, segregated from the fans. All right, but different media members flying in from different venues or whatever. Okay. Okay. I, I, in a weird way. Okay. But the coach thing, they're all vaccinated. They're, whatever. Okay. They're trying to communicate. Yeah. I don't understand. The but. players, okay, okay, whatever. But the the thing is, you're letting 2,500 people in the stands in Montreal, and there are going to be 30,000 people outside in the streets going bananas, flipping Correct. cars whether they win or lose. <laughs> that's what they do. They're nuts. Well, well, that's not, not I know, well. Hey, that's what they do. Shard riot in the 
fifties. I get it. I mean, they, they, I know my hockey history. Of I mean, the, I mean, I, I, I think they're worse when they win than when they lose. They're not good when they lose well, either. Vancouver wasn't good when they lost. But if, but if, to the Bruins. But if they're all going to be out there, you're going to let that happen. You know, go ahead and put six, seven thousand yeah. in the stands. Yeah, I look. If it's my call, everybody gets in. All right, Tampa's got a full house. Islanders going to have a full house to call. See them on Thursday for Game Three. It's going to be, like you say, a gong show with T-Mobile tomorrow for Game Two. I mean, it does feel normal. I got to say. I mean, I'm sitting right next to Ken Bulky without social uh, distance. I just told the story the other day. I mean, it's I, we are. It's a business. It's like oh, a, by the a, way, a dinner thing. Yeah, we can't use the bathroom. <laughs> In the press box. You have to go to the Hyde Lounge bathroom. That was always that way. Well, this year, but now that everybody in the press box is next to each other and we're not socially distant anymore, you still can't use the bathroom by the press box. Well, good. You need the exercise. Yeah, and I get to deal with all the drugs between periods. Oh, I'm sorry. I get it. So now that's the public is in there as well? So Hyde Lounge is open? Yes. Oh, and it's packed. Oh, it's packed. Well, now, then I got news you. Fortunately, you better not guys, drink. You better not drink. Four. Who noticed me have been very nice to me. Yeah, whatever. No one's picking. Fights. I've been throwing elbows at you. No one's saying I. You better not. You better not be like dr- drinking four coffees a game then. Uh, two coffee limit. I bring my own, by the way. I oh. bring Tim Hortons from home. Oh, there you go. Because they have a Keurig machine in the press box. I just get my own. Well, when the thermos is empty. All right. So look. Anyway, this Vegas defense across the board, these guys do not get enough credit. All right, the, the defense, mm. really good. Oh, by the way, so you're sitting next to him. All right, okay, okay. <laughs> just tell me it comes up. You know, he's waiting. I mean, will he, he? He just won't let it go. I love him, Ken. I Vegas scores going. two goals right off the damn draw he last night. He's irrelevant. crazy. All right. The only time you can win set is run set plays or off draws. I have said this from day one. I don't care about analytics. I don't care that a team wins seventy percent of them and they lose the game. The yeah. point is, faceoffs, depending where they are in the offensive or defensive zone, faceoffs win Stanley Cups, win series, win playoff games. You know what's funny? Montreal had the edge and in Vegas, the circle. Will effort. you agree with us? This was one of I Vegas's always, massive weaknesses. It was. And now they are very good at faceoffs. Carlson you, in particular. And do you know why? Because they lost the San Jose game with the no major thing after the penalty six seconds in. Zip back to the point. Stevie knows why. Ryan Craig? Through DeBoer. DeBoer's <laughs> made it a priority to prep for every game they play. He knows. With breaking down faceoffs, and they have. Oh, then they don't Carl- matter. Apparently, then they work with Carlson, with Wah, with Stevenson, when Dosik was okay in the lineup, and now Kolasar. You know, you know who else has the what, Knights what? watch video. They practice it with I mean, Brian Craig, I mean, the assistant Steve, coach. Carlson, they are better in the circle and, Stevie, and paying off for Carlson, that. Patrick Brown, Carlson, and Patrick Brown, Carlson now. He used to lose draws. Yeah, Carlson Constantly. now. Carlson now wins draws clean as a whistle. Like bam, back to the point. Set play, go. Yeah. All right. Now, last night, the best faceoff guy on either team 
was the former Golden Knight, Nick Suzuki. He's, I noticed that. He was 11 of 16, 69%. Yeah. All right? Here you go. Stevenson, 8 of 19. Carlson, 5 of 13. Okay? Not good numbers, but Stevenson wins the draw. That gets Theodore's goal. Right. And I believe didn't Carlson win a draw that led to a goal? I think so. Uh, Wasn't well, it Carlson's face-off win? It, the puck came back to the point, went to the sidewall, came right down yeah. low. That was it. Was a carry. I thought it was Holden's goal. He had won the face-off. And no, wasn't it? No, wasn't it the Carrier one? I think. I think it was. Or, I, what game? I, I'm losing my no, mind. No, I think it was Carrier's because they they came into the zone on uh, on Holden's goal. Well, anyway, like you said, I'm losing my mind. They were able to win face-offs. And it showed in the Minnesota series. It mm-hmm. showed in the Colorado series. And we'll see how it goes here against the Canadians. Yeah. But here's the thing I thought. You tell me, were you guys surprised, both of you, at how physical this game developed I was, into? I was going to say. You know who brought that up, Steve? What was Mike Lewis yesterday from, from the Gold Coast, er, right. from, the, from Suncoast, said that the Knights need to be physical with this team. And they were last night, and it paid off. There were 96 hits officially registered this game. 52 by the Canadians, 44 by Vegas. Of that 44, listen to this stat, 30 were by the bottom six forwards. All right, you expect Colasar, Carrier, right. Reeves right. to get hits. Mm-hmm. But Tuck and Nick Waugh both... Were very active. Yeah, taking the body. Yeah, Tuck, okay. Tuck's hit led to the first goal. Oh, that yeah, Romanov. Yeah, he he just buried yeah. him. You you know who else they has been? Good, they were good hits on both sides. I surprisingly way, physical lately. William Carlson, and he's at the front of the net. There are those guys who are winning stick battles. They're doing everything. Smith's been good along the wall. It was it was it was a goal similar. I don't know why it closed my eyes. I picture the goal. I said Carey. He scored a similar goal. It was. The Yanmark goal. goal, right? Yanmark. Okay. It, it, the right. puck came back. To, who won the draw? Escapes me. But it, I, I, it, it, it might have been Wah because it, it went back to the point. It was White Cloud to Tuck in front to Yanmark. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Vegas does a great job throttling down the neutral zone. Again, Vegas. Yeah. I'm telling you, when you say you learn things over the course of a season. They had a small window where they were coughing up some third-period leads. But Vegas got really good at the end of the year, closing games out. And not sitting back. And you watch teams, when they get the two-goal lead and they sit back, you're playing with fire. It's like when Trotz called the timeout against the Bruins. Right. They were sitting back. And keep Vegas does a good job closing games out. So that, that was very impressive. Listen, here's here's the home run scenario for these guys. We said this on the show yesterday. They're in the semis, and Theodore has played well. He has not been, you know, this lugging the puck machine. He's Not's still the dishing the, the puck. He's, right. he's getting his assists, and he's been fine. But last night, and first of all, okay, big deal. I mean, he wires a slap shot home, a one-timer off a drop. But he gets it on net, it goes in. The pump fake thing was ridiculous. <laughs> but if Theodore gets going, 
anywhere near what he was doing in the bubble last year. And you've got Theodore going and Petrangelo going from the blue line. Look out. That's right. And we've seen signs of Shea Theodore getting his game going again. That we saw in the bubble last year. And I think a big part of it is you and I talked about this a lot. Don't play Petrangelo and Theodore together. Split them up. You could get both of those guys to play the way they're comfortable playing. You're seeing it with Petrangelo, and now you're seeing it with Theodore. I thought we started to see it late in the Minnesota series and, again, in spots during the Colorado series. But I thought last night he was very assertive. Yeah. And Montreal is going to struggle to account for both he and Petrangelo when they take the puck deep or they kind of fill in the space because the Knights, when they're cycling the puck in the other team's end, they're really strong with it. They are hard to take off the puck. Yeah. And I know Montreal's missing Jeff Petrie. I get it. They really need him. The Canadian players themselves said after the game last night and again today that, hey, he's a big part of what we do. Well, yeah, but you've got to find a way to adjust without that guy. And that's on Ducharme and his staff. they got to figure this out. Okay. The other thing I thought the Knights did really well with their foes as far as clogging up the neutral, their back-checking was magnificent. You know, honestly, Carlson, you know who's really good? Tuck. Reeves. Stevenson. Reeves Reeves made a couple of really good plays coming back. He really did. Yes. And you know what? Stevenson saved the goal in the first period. Um, Carlson... Got a stick. Stone. But you know what? These guys are always getting their sticks in the way. We started saying this last week. Does Vegas' defense get enough credit? Well, numbers-wise, I mean, they're at the top of the list. But, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, across the board, mm-hmm. who's, who's the weak link? I mean, I, they all played really well. I got to tell you, Stevie, you were saying... I mean, I thought White Cloud was their best defenseman at the beginning of the year. And you started banging the drum real hard for Martinez. I got to tell you, that guy, Martinez, is he is so important to this team. And I think behind closed doors, even more so than what he does on the ice. But he stepped in front of a one-timer. Was it Weber? I don't know who that shot was from. I don't think, I think it might have been Turcott. Oh, but I mean, Fleury had to push him to the bench because he's, he's all hunched up. But... That is just, it resonates on the bench up and down. Come on, guys, look at he did. We got to do that. And he, he, you know, he plays on the second power play unit. He pots the goal from yeah. Theodore. No, Martinez making $4 million. I wonder, Elliot Friedman wrote in his thing, he said, I have a funny feeling Alec Martinez is going to do very well in free agency. Okay. Now, that whether yes or not he wants to else. stay here and uh, say the state tax thing, I I don't know. Can they? Do you keep him at four? I mean, would he would he take the same? I don't know if they. I mean, he. he I mean, he. A he tough could, call. He he could. He maybe could get five somewhere. Five and a half. Well, somewhere. if they free up some money elsewhere, bye bye, Robin Leonard. <laughs> yeah, then they could pay him whatever. I, and and I think he's worth keeping. Because I think, by the way, did you see what he got when he blocked the shot? He's trying to lip off the ice. Who Flurry pushed him. Flurry pushed, Flurry him. pushed him with the goal stick. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that cool? No, it was yeah. awesome. I mean, 
You talk about a guy who appreciates what his guys in front of him do for him. Yeah, that's yeah, Flurry. Yeah. Who, by the way, won a Fans Choice Award today for Save of the Year, third year in a row. The Save against Anaheim. He was fantastic last night again. I mean, it, it, I thought he got better as the game went on. I, he, thought he was I a think he did. Nervous at the start. Yeah. You know, Gallagher tried to get under his skin, and right. You know, Flurry. Doctors have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you but, know what? You know, that's that's, uh, that's Fleur. It's like when Flurry, you know, who was it? Was it Wheeler? He kind of yeah, tweaked the, him the, in the, the ear. Yeah, the ear tweak. Yeah. Honestly, he's that's, he's that's a, he's having fun. The funny thing is, because we get we've always kind of laughed a little bit to a point when he's playing the puck. Sometimes he gets himself in a pickle, <laughs> but you live with it because that's him, and he's engaged, and it's you know that athleticism, yeah. and he, and I'm telling you. I don't think guys get under his skin. I mean, when he gets back in, and, you know, when he comes back and he'll block her, somebody in the chops, or yeah. I, I think, it, I think it gets him even more focused. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the more that's going right around him, the more engaged he becomes. And uh, you know what was interesting? I was watching Price in the warmups yesterday. He did something I don't see goalies do. He was practicing. Handling the puck behind his net and passing it to Suzuki or to his defenseman, maybe seven or eight different guys would skate by. They'd put the puck to him behind the net. He'd take it, and he would put it right on the tape of a teammate. I'm surprised more goalies don't work on that because, not look, not everyone's Marty Brodeur with a stick, right? I mean... I think it's a it's a skill you need to work on and develop over time. And it is unfortunately probably Fleury's one weakness, his puck handling. At times. He at he, times, he goes yeah. behind the net and, and, and he maybe gets himself in trouble. He gets himself like you in say, trouble. Now in a pickle. Let's go right up and down the line. They all played really, really well. You know whose game has has been really good? And give him credit, because he was kind of, it was like, eh, for a while. Was played good. Oh, yeah. Was was playing really good in, in the middle of that third line. He was their best center in terms of face-offs last night. And you're right. He's more engaged. I think playing with Tuck has really helped him. And Yanmark. You know, we don't talk much about Yanmark. I love Yanmark. But he's done all the little things. Yes. He'll win a battle on the wall. He'll keep a play alive in the offensive You know zone. who he is, kind of? He'll come back in his own end and pick up a stick and not let a guy get a clean look. Probably not That's as good stuff. Probably not as skilled, but it's the same kind of result. He kind of reminds me of Stastny. Because yeah. there'll be long stretches where, like, what's, where's Stastny? And then all of a sudden, Stastny threads a needle or he, he makes the hockey IQ play that, you know, it's, but, like, where was he for... 40 minutes, and then, bam, makes a big play. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He kind of flies under the radar. And, and, and Statsny last year in the bubble was the one guy who was always in the blue paint, and yeah. Yenmark yet, looks for the blue paint. I remember you saying you wish they would follow his lead yeah. and get more people yeah. to the front of the net. But you're noticing that, Stevie. You know, Knights you, have been doing that all yes, playoffs. Yes, they have. And you know, Starting with who, Minnesota into Colorado and you know, who, Montreal last night in game one. And, and they're winning. Who, more than anyone, I'm telling you, the chemistry on March so Carlson yeah. and Smith. The yeah. chemistry is back, kind of what it was the first year. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, 
it's not all this raucous transition stuff. It's chemistry in a phone booth where one of the guys, wherever the puck is, one guy's the failsafe and the other guy's going to the net. Yeah. Yeah. One of them is always by the blue paint. Did you? I mean, Holden's goal yes. was the prime Carlson. example is Carlson yes. with an amazing pass after Smith found him. Right. I mean, it was... No, it was gorgeous. It was good stuff. Price had no idea Actually, where the puck was. Actually, it was Carlson who found Smith who found Holden. Right. And, and how about Holden, huh? No. You know, fantastic. You got you got to admire him for being a team guy yep. and not getting Dauber down and getting upset because he wasn't in the lineup. And right. you know, here's a veteran guy, and maybe that's why he he handles things so well. He's not a young kid anymore. Right. He understands it and he he buys in. Well, like I mean, everybody on this team does. Yeah. You know, DeBoer's obviously not going to be coach of the year. Okay. But what he has done in his time in Vegas, he's transformed the mentality of this team. Mm-hmm. They're not this run-and-gun, fancy-schmancy, tic-tac-toe-passing team. They've become a heavy, defensive-minded, almost like the Devils were when the Devils were winning cups and, and tying up the neutral zone and sacrificing your body to block shots. Did you think that the Golden Knights... Would kind of ever be this kind of team? No, no, and and you no. know, you know what? And if you wonder the experiences he had against them, mm-hmm. and how that formed an opinion and a plan for him coming in here, and that's why I started with they're good at closing out games. Yeah, and that's maybe what you're talking about is. That they're not doing that running around, and, and obviously, go. You want to go back to that San Jose thing, the five-minute major. You start running around in your own end. This team does not run around in their own end. No, no, they they play with purpose in all three areas of the ice, and and you're seeing it in the neutral zone now. The way they're standing up, you, you can't skate it through them. You got to dump it in, and you know White Cloud will win a race. Theodore can win a race. The forwards when they're coming back like March or so, or or Tuck Tuck, fastest guy maybe on the ice for either team. I get it. And he's coming back and helping. Yeah, you know. Okay, you know from day one, right? I've been Theodore mm-hmm. shooting oh, flares yeah, in the sky. Guy. He's my. I'm telling you, who my? Who's your new he, guy? He's, well, he's 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 actually my maybe my second favorite player on the team. Who'd that be? I love White Cloud. Okay. I just love the way that kid plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, he shows up. He just does his thing. I think there's more in there, like offensively, but I don't think that's the role that he's been given. But th- th- what? Just the development of this kid. But what does he do wrong? He does could, could he be a Charlie McAvoy in the making? I, I think he has. I think the there's. Making? Oh, I believe yeah. there's. Oh no, I think it's He's still there. Still a young guy. Well, we the should, offense we, is going to come. Every, no, every blue moon you see him. Well, the one, the one goal he scored this year, he did the toe drag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 he's, no, he's he, got some. Skill. He's got some no, skill. It, it's going to come. I think it's more. Hey, you know, I'm, we're out here minute eaters being physical. When but I, I think I think the upside's there. When I watch him, the whole package, I can't believe that he's like a second-year guy. He feels like a seven, eight-year guy. He's, he, he feels like he has all this experience. And remember, he was a college-free agent from St. Cloud. Yeah. yeah. Bemidji, rather. Bemidji, yeah. Sorry, I don't want to get him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 
All right. Hunt was his mentor. All right. Let me give you your kick at it here. The Islanders game two tonight. Uh, Okay. Well, what? What's the problem? You're up one. A lot of concerns. What are you talking about? You got the split. You already got the split. What are the concerns? Well, this game two. Tampa to get the momentum going to the island. So what? So what? So so what? what? So just okay. Play. I want them to try to carry go for their lungs. Did. I get it, but I mean, if you lose, doesn't matter. You're going home. I got a, it. No, I'm going back to a nut bar joint. You already got the split. I understand that they wouldn't have to win another game in Tampa to get to the Cup final if they take they take care of their business at home. I get all. I that. get greedy. I I hear you. I I want them. But no to matter come out of tonight up to oh, I want them. But to I, play I don't. The I don't. They did. But I don't think Tampa Bay gets any momentum from winning tonight. We had to win. Must win. Now the Islanders are going home. Don't worry about it. But I think the difference is here. Tampa Bay, I think they're doing a little bit of what Colorado was doing, what Vegas used to do or was always guilty of. Tampa Bay's got to realize what you're dealing with here. Yeah, you got all these skilled guys. Tampa Bay's got to get greasy here. Right out of the gate, north-south, dump the puck in, go get the lead. The fancy stuff will come once the Islanders have to chase the game. So you're saying it's it's up to the Goodrows, the Palats, the Sorellis? All of them. Kutra, I don't care who you are. Get it deep. Start working that defense. But the problem was, Steve, they came out, look at us, we're the Tampa Bay Lightning. They took three dumb penalties. They turned the puck over five times yeah. in their own end trying to do fancy breakouts. You go off the glass and out. You keep it simple. You game the red line. You get it deep, Stamp and you Coast, get a lead. Stamkos' turnover that led to Barzal's goal. Can't do that against these mistake. guys. No, no, they will make you pay. And and I thought again, much like the Knights last night, proving themselves that Carey Price is not exactly invincible. The Isles getting a couple past Vasilevsky in Game One. They said to themselves, okay. We can beat this guy. Let's just keep shooting. Let's keep going to the net. Let's do what we do. And even if we fall behind, we're still very much always in the game because we're one play away from getting even or taking the lead. And that's their mentality. They never panic, ever. So if Tampa does get to the lead tonight, it's not like you're normally chasing the game. If they fall behind three zip, that's another story. But even if they're down two, like they were against Boston, they can come back, okay? And for them, as long as Varlamov is doing what he's doing, he's kind of on a little tootsie roll right now. Yeah. He's got five straight wins. Look, they uh, they know they can play with this team. They know they can beat this team. The guy I've right? noticed recently is Barzell. It's a, it's Barzell a, is really on the come for you guys. Well, because he's staying out of the box. He's not looking to pass first. He's looking for his shot. He's being aggressive with the puck. And he's the player that Islander fans expect him to be. Right? You know who the, the guy that drives me nuts? Mayfield. No. <laughs> well, yeah, he that default defensive course, sometimes I go, jeez, you make a great play, and then Boxer Rocks plays. Pellick's really good. but Him and Pollock are really good. Eberle, mm-hmm. this guy, any given game you're sitting there, is like Eberle could have a hat trick. 
It's like the, he, this guy is capable of so, so much more. Yeah. The guy who gets me frustrated is Nelson because of his size and skill and ability. He should be virtually unstoppable every time he's out there. <laughs> For whatever reason, he'll he'll pass up a shot. He'll take a stupid penalty like he did late in game one, which gave Tampa you know a chance to get kind of back in, and they just ran out of time. But um, the sum of their parts is what makes them really tough to beat, much like Vegas buying in with DeBoer. This team is totally bought into trots. Oh, yeah. I mean, there isn't a dissenting guy in that room who says, nah, he's full of it. I'm going to do what I want. Well, the results are there. You know, you remember Josh Hosang? Yeah. Who the Islanders drafted in the first round a few years ago? He never bought in. You know what Lamarillo did? Bye-bye. He sent him to Caught the him. moon. Caught him. Yeah. He sent him to Bridgeport and then said adios, muchacho. Goodbye. Well, and that's what they. This is basically the devil. Shippy. Well, he shippied him. <laughs> he did shippy him. It's a verb. He didn't send him. He got, got shippied. He did send him packing. <laughs> you know, but that's. By the way, way you know, is, you saw Shippy was the KHL player of the year. Well, the, he was like the Rock and Rashard Trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure McPhee was thrilled. The, the Larry that. Kuznetsov Award, or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure McPhee was thrilled to death. <laughs> I'm sure he sent him a bottle of vodka. Okay. But you know what? These are going to be two. And again, look, the Knights may very well sweep the Canadians when it's all said and done. But I don't think Montreal is dead just yet. Nope. I oh. really don't. And I don't think Tampa's dead by a long shot. No. I'm very nervous about tonight. I know what you're saying. You got your split, be happy. No, no, no. And you'll be calling me tonight and say, hey, you're still in good shape. Don't don't jump. Just bet the over and enjoy the game. I felt bad for you last night. Wasn't that awful? Mm -hmm. 4.30 of an empty net. I I said to Ken. I was the only guy in the world who said there's going to be goals in his game. I said to Ken, blessing. Under, under. He had his TV. No, I took it pretty good. I took it pretty good. You should have had a 6-1, my friend. No, 5-1. Or at least five one, but maybe it's four third, and then and then, then they put and, him and, back. no no no. But I, you know, I give him credit for that. I I give him credit. You're down three, yeah. right? There's 25 seconds left, and he puts Price back in. You're like, well, why why give them more juice in in, in the you know, building? Yeah. We're not. We're okay. that was a smart move by the charm. Yeah, no, I, that was I a smart no move. With it. I just felt bad for you. What's that? Wait. Look, it's, you win some, you, 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 you win some, you lose. Some. I, it's I no it. big deal, man. But, it, but you, you you can't make that up. at Four thirty right. of an empty net. Marchessault's right. Mar- Mar- got it at the red line, and he stumbles. And about Stone, Stone, Petrangelo fired it wide. There, there are three. Petrangelo good sh- from the goal line. He, I know. I, know. I was like, waiting for Flurry to take hey, a shot. I, I had a, they, maybe that's what they should have done. Had Flurry. It was in it, it was in Edmonton game once. I forget. It, it was Edmonton. I remember that. And literally, it was the same thing. You know, needed the empty netter for the puck line or something. And the faceoff is with, it's like you think physically impossible. 2.1 at the other end of the rink. Uh-huh. And the guy wins the draw. The guy fires at the length of the ice. It goes to 0.0, 0.1. You know, I mean, this, this happens. It's, you know, whatever. But, right, so what, but, what do you think happens tomorrow? What adjustments do the Canadians need to make I just think to try to beat this neutral for, zone clog that they're dealing dump with? Dump it in. Gain they the win rim. the foot races. 
Are they All really right. good? Here, Steve, Steve, you'll love this. The flip uh, the flip bag. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Game, get, get it, get, they got to get it deep. You got to get them turning their backs to chase Get it. the defense I going back. And, uh, but I would say this. Montreal, if you, if you get the first goal, you're not taking the air out of the building. The people are going to be going nuts. But they believe. But Montreal stylistically plays differently when they've got the lead. Correct. Sure. They are, you know, they get the four lines. Then you start, by the way, what I tell you. Was, did he have some jump yesterday? This Josh Anderson man. Let me oh. tell, this guy oh, is yeah. a Bradley tank. Yeah, he really. He is. is a. He was. He, he was close to their best player last night. He was flying. They, they got some big boys. I'll tell you what. You know, like like I said earlier in the show, they out hit Vegas, and they're they're not afraid. They are not afraid to lay the wood to you, and. If- you know, I think that plays well into what the Knights like to do. They don't mind playing a heavy game against this team. And, hey, by the way, when we got out of here yesterday, congratulations, Jared Gallant. Oh, yeah, Head coach of the Rangers. Happy for him. He was a joy to be around. He, he really was, um, you know, a different world, right, with the, the Zoom thing. I swear to God, with the Zoom thing, I've never met the board. <laughs> no, I've never met the guy. Hey, you talk to him all. You know, I mean, you know, think of the world we're living in. But Gallant, right? You see the guy every day. You traveled with him. And, oh yeah. And and he I was a, he was a, he, he was always always a pleasant, happy, smiley guy. Yeah. And, and the funny thing was, our dealings, all the things we did dealing with him, and only a couple of times maybe did he ever chirp the media. But man, when you would see him go. In the veins and the and the fire on the bench, you're going. What is he like in that room? Yeah. <laughs> He's got to be a beauty. Yeah, but I'm happy I, for him. I think that that's a that's a good you job. Think, do you think long term it works? I think it works short term. You know why I think it works? Remember who the owner is. No, Dole. I'm not worried about the not owner. Bill Foley. No worry. Don't worry about that nut. You know who's going to make that work? Chris Drury has never lost at anything he's ever done. I think I think he, I think Gallant and Drury, they, they've you know, listen. You better learn from previous jobs, and who knows what the disconnects were. Mm-hmm. You know, this has got to be at a united front, GM and coach. And Drury is a winner. Gallant okay. is a player's coach. Right. Find the formula to make it work. I think the Ranger players will enjoy playing for him. Yeah, they will. Okay, especially the veterans. Panarin. All right? Yeah, Panarin will be no problem. You know, Busnevich and Zbigniew and and those guys. Uh, the young guys, I think, will also wonder, be okay. I wonder, yeah. how, here's I, my, here's I my wonder how Eichel will like playing for them. We'll see if the Kings don't beat them to the punch. And <laughs> the here's my concern for Golan. All right? And this, this cost him his job in Florida and ultimately cost him his job in Vegas. The big A? The yeah. big A, he does not grasp it. I'm not talking about growing aqueduct. <laughs> is Drury an A guy? Yeah, every team is an A team. Okay. To a degree. All right? Now, if Drury says to him, look, just coach the team. You know, if we need to run something by you, that'll help you. See, that's the thing. He has to accept it as a helping tool, yeah. not as a hindrance. Yeah. Okay, and the other thing is he can get a little thin-skinned. I remember him and Shang Peng. Yeah, 
going back and forth that first season, and it did get contentious at times. Right. Okay. What happens to Larry Brooks or whoever? Yeah, else you, you know what that is, Steve. You, you, I think it's a bit overrated. No, no, no. Hockey. It's not like baseball, buddy. You know how that where stuff. The Yankees where, are just being frequented every day. Yeah. You but, know what? It just comes down to the, the timing. The board got chirpy the one the one night here with you. Whatever, but it, it, it you know it's what you know, it in an eighty two game season. You're human beings. You're tired. You're worn out. You're up. You're down. You're high. You're low. It's just your mood in the, any given day. You know, I mean, if it's a one off or it happens a couple of times, so be it. You know, well, you some, don't have some a guy. Tortorella situation. Some, I was just going to say, some guys like Tortorella take it to an art form. Yeah, and but but then it's like. Then it becomes a caricature of itself. Yeah. I, and I it, think, it defeats I think the purpose. I think he'll be okay in that regard. I think I, I think David Quinn was fine. I was going to ask you, that was my question. Do you think David Quinn finds a job somewhere in the NHL? Not as a head guy right away, but certainly as an assistant coach. Let's see what happens in Buffalo. Okay. I think Granato's getting it. I saw my guy Cappy was... Uh, Nah. Maybe in the mix, but Ottawa doesn't want to let him uh, talk to the Sabres. I, I, just, I think Granado's getting it. I think Quinn's a good coach. I know it didn't work for the Rangers. Would, would, I still would think Don he's a good Granato coach. bring David Quinn in? As a, oh yeah, as a, somebody said that maybe as an associate. That coach. would make a sense. That yeah. would make sense. Well, but well, I think Don Granado well, deserves to be the. But Sabres the only coach. reason you're bringing Quinn is if you think Eichel stays there. Okay, because Quinn they have history. Oh, here's a little, here's a little breaking news from the Kings. Let it go. Kings versus Golden Knights preseason. Oh, jeez. Please. In Salt Lake City. Yeah. I won't be there. In the daytime? It'll be before the season in September. Will it be before yeah. the it's part of a three year Is it an outdoor game? Series will be called Frozen Fury. Is it played in the out? Is it played the, the Kings are bringing back the Frozen Fury. Remember, they just play the Avalanche every year at the MGM. Yeah, now I mean, it's going to be Vegas. The way the Tahoe thing went, let's just play. Let's play. Let's play game two outdoors. Freeze to Salt Lake. <laughs> I think the Salt might have a problem. <laughs> so anyway, all right. A little news. Steve Carp, Vegas, have an article for you on Sunday. We'll see. What yeah, we'll th- see what I'm writing about. Could be a. Look ahead to the cup final? Or no, don't do that. I said if it's up three zip, if they if they take a 3 nothing lead going into they'll, Sunday. They'll drop a medicine ball on you. Well, <laughs> you're, you're the believer in conspiracy oh, theories. Oh, oh. You want, here, you want my conspiracy theory? Go ahead, Oliver Stone. Montreal gets a game. Montreal gets a game somewhere. Vegas closes out game five. Foley gets another $9, $10 million payday. Average I, I ticket price. I said Sydney. Vegas in five, but... So did I. They've lost so much money. One more home date ain't going to hurt nobody. No. That's no. the only way you make money is going to run on the place. All right. Got business to take up. Thank you for coming in. My pleasure. See you And Friday. we'll see you Friday at the, well, the show. And we got the Hockey Watch Party, Sunset Station Friday. Great prizes. Great food. Great drink. Spin the wheel. Terrible herbs tomorrow. $1,000 VGK game day giveaway. Adam has cut her when they're on the power play. Yeah. And you get a chance to win tickets to a future Golden Knights game. John Smith subs, 9701 West Flamingo. The hat trick special on a game day, 20% off a sub, fries, and a drink. Today it's buy one sub, get one free over at John Smith subs. Get yourself some extra fries for the way home. Hey, man, I'm I'm cooking for myself. I think, I think the buy one sub, get one free 
There you go. I think that's in play. Look today. at you. All right. Good job. Follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. Follow Steve Carp at Steve Carp 56. Thank you for joining us. TC Ballpark. The boys are coming up next.